Craig Skoulos, Vice President and General Manager of Bally's Twin River Lincoln Resort, joins me. Uh, Craig, you're not changing your name, are you? You're sticking with Craig, right? Actually, Gene, it's uh, George Clooney. That's right. my new name. Well, you're, ju you're just as handsome and just as uh, kind for coming on with us. Now, what's going on with the name change? We want to reflect your corporate governance, right? Correct, Gene. It's been a massive rebrand across the entire portfolio. So both the Lincoln and the Tiverton properties here in Rhode Island, we're rolling into that iconic name of Bally's. So we started it uh, a couple weeks ago, and it will continue right into the first quarter, maybe a little bit longer, of 2022. Well, it's an old name. It goes back to Vegas days. It goes back to Atlantic City. It's a gambling name that people associate with, so Bally's Twin River. Any resistance? Did anybody say, uh, because, you know, Rhode Islanders, we object to any change. Did anybody say, don't do this? Is there anybody out there? I want to be fair. Actually, Gene, it's been very well accepted. There will always be those individuals referring, referring to us as the track, but uh, Bally's has that cachet, as you were saying, so I think it's been a real easy transition, and it'll take a little bit of time, but we'll, we're getting there, and it's, and it's all been very positive feedback. All right. Now, you need more than a name change to keep gamblers loyal. You know, they like perks, and they like free drinks, and they like this, and they like glitz and glamour, and they like a fresh place to compete with the guy next door. In this case, the next door would be up in, in Boston. What what are you doing along those lines? Gene, you raise a great point, because that's really what this is about. Previously, we were a regional operator pretty much here in, in Rhode Island. Now we are part of that enticing and exploding uh, entire portfolio of properties. We had just introduced a fourth tier to our reward program. And this is for the upper end players. We're unlocking the opportunity for VIP offers, additional incentives, uh, more amenities. But just as importantly, Gene, you'll be able to play and earn your points here and then travel to our other, uh, other properties. Uh, Bally's Atlantic City, another iconic venue. Out to Lake Tahoe, where there's a Bally's property, down to Biloxi. So we're really opening up the entire Bally's network to our players here in Rhode Island. So it's, it's exciting times, and I think that's what's really catching on to the players. It's the opportunity to do more. Now, Bally's is headquartered here in Rhode Island, and this is after a knockdown, drag down fight with G-Tech, who you later got, became friends with, and the Governor Mundo, the whole thing. I haven't got time to go back and, and look at the archives and the history of that, but are we controlling all those places you said out of an office in Providence? Are they all reporting back to you in one way or another? Not to you, but to, to the people who run the whole company? Yeah, Gene, we've made a tremendous footprint right at 100 Westminster. That's the corporate headquarters. And back on Wednesday, the interactive division of Bally's, which is really where the online, uh, whether it's sports betting or interactive gaming in general, we just opened up 10,000 square feet inside of an existing building. So our commitment to Rhode Island in Tiverton, Lincoln, Warwick, and Providence continues. We are proudly Rhode Island-based. Could you just take a little bit to explain the corporate structure? I know now you are partners with the Rhode Island Lottery at uh, here in, in Rhode Island and, and you take a percentage of the action because you run everything for us. Uh, but the lottery technically is, is controlling things. You get a portion of the action. I understand that. Where does your portion go? Who do you kick up to and who eventually is running this whole thing? I think the people want to know that. Make it simple for us. Just explain to me where this goes. Sure. Within the casino, let's call it the retail traditional casino world, just like Tiverton and uh, here in Lincoln, we run our own operation. We do this as a state-operated casino. Mm -hmm. Essentially, the reporting structure is it's joint. We work with the lottery and the Department of Business Regulations on certain gaming aspects. But from a corporate structure, we report directly into the retail side of Bally. So we're joined together with right now it's a collection of 14 casinos 
all reporting into Bally corporate headquarters to the retail casino operation side of the business. And uh, the money that we're making makes Rhode Island stronger. That's how we were able to reinvest. And Gene, we're in the middle of a $100 million investment right here at the Lincoln property. And who's above that? The Who's running the retail casino and that you just described? Is that a, is that a, a, a financier in New York? Who is it? No, actually, uh, the direct reporting structure is to George Papanier. George is the president of the retail operation. He's based right here in New England, mm -hmm. splitting his time between Rhode Island and Connecticut. We have a new uh, CEO and Lee Fenton, fairly new. Lee came with us. Mr. Fenton came with us as part of that GameSys merger. Mm -hmm. And then the entire uh, board of directors under the ongoing stewardship of our chairman, Sue Kim. It's been a team that's been intact for quite a period of time. But the GameSys merger actually opened up the company. We're not only local, we're not only national, we're international, Gene. Now, so, but everything funnels up to Mr. Sue Kim, who must be very good at what he does. I mean, he runs almost, almost an empire. Has he been to Rhode Island? Does he come here periodically to check out what he has? Yes, he comes to Rhode Island periodically. He's uh, been here several times in the past yep. year, and it's it's really his vision of this omni-channel sort of uh, company that we're operating. It's it's his vision that is leading us really into the future, together with the support of the board and that executive team. But. The industry is now no longer just coming and sitting down to play blackjack. That's still a big part of it. But the future of gaming, just like the future of all businesses, is rapidly changing. Well, what is, let's just, uh, I only have about a minute left. What is the, the future? Because Massachusetts is going to get sports betting at some point. Connecticut just got it. Boy, they're going gangbusters. I think in the first week they rose to number nine in action. And you've got com com competition up at the win and the Connecticut casinos. What is the future for you? Does everybody just trying to grab a, a shrinking piece of the pie? I think that's part of the investment gene that we're doing here in Rhode Island. We're preserving the revenue that we have now, 40,000 square feet of gaming space coming online in about a year, opening up a 10,000 square foot spa. And we're exploring and getting into that uh, interactive space with Bally Bet, which is our version of online betting, sports betting, BetWorks, Monkey Knife Fight is part of our portfolio. That's the third largest uh, daily fantasy sport provider in, uh, in the country. So we're diversifying, but staying in the space. So if you'd like to uh, have a, a gaming experience here in the casino online to play slots or you'd like to place a bet, Bally's will seamlessly carry you all the way through. And uh, you have a challenge like everybody to attract the next generation. Millennials, uh, they're interested in, in, I don't know if they sit around the craps table and throw the dice or they want to do something else. Let's hold that because I ran out of time. Uh, there is a limit, which is good. Even in your business, there's a limit. Thanks for coming on. Craig Skoulis, I appreciate it. Good luck as you tell the people.